to the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to imagine you're sitting in a beautiful hotel lobby. It's been a long day, so you sit in one of the plush velvet chairs and take a deep breath, and then you slowly lay your head back. You look up at the ceiling and notice the entire ceiling is covered in these beautiful ornate gold tiles. And you are in awe until you notice one of the tiles is missing. Just one. What do you continue to concentrate your vision on? What would you look at the most? The answer, of course, is the missing tile. And that's fine for ceilings, right? But not for our life. Most of what is missing in our lives, or what we think is missing, cannot be replaced. Unlike a ceiling, life can never be made perfect. And for that reason, concentrating on the missing tiles in your life can be a pretty big problem. So this tile analogy is actually something invented by Dennis Prager, and he calls it the missing tile syndrome. And he talks about it in his book called Happiness is a Serious Problem which I'll link in the show notes, but I just love how the ceiling analogy applies to all of us as human beings. I mean, we all have our own missing tile, so to speak. So another example he gives in the book is how he was talking with a man who had lost his hair and how he said, whenever I walk into a room with people, all I see is hair. So that's how he sees the world around him. That's his missing tile. When I walk into a room, I don't even notice hair. It's not a missing tile for me. It's just one of a thousand tiles that blend in to cover my ceiling. But I can say that I've definitely had missing tiles in my life. I mean, we all do, right? And they sometimes change. When Troy and I were going through our um, our years of infertility and failed IUIs and IVFs, I swear, it seemed like every woman around me was pregnant or was holding a baby. I'd go for my my morning walks in the park, and I swear, I was surrounded by herds of like stroller strider groups and pregnant women. And of course, that wasn't true, but that's what it felt like to me because it was my missing tile, and it was the lens in which I viewed the world. And let's give a, uh, a business example. When you aren't bringing in clients and income is falling, what do most people do? They focus on how they must get a client and they are desperate to grow. They're coming from a lack mindset and all they can focus on is the fact that clients are hard to get. That's their missing tile. And how do you think that type of energy and that focus is going to pay off? Probably not so great because desperate energy is poison in any business. It's like when you're at a bar and the desperate guy comes up and hits on you. It's not attractive. You can, you can feel it. So it's critical that in your business, your missing tiles don't climb their way into the driver's seat and steer your bus. So bottom line, the missing tile syndrome is a very big obstacle to happiness. In fact, it it makes happiness almost impossible. There will always be something missing in your life. 
And like when you see other people's kids, you might see tiles that are missing in your own children. Like, gosh, why can't my kids be as polite or athletic or study as hard? And the same holds true regarding our spouses. I was listening to a true crime podcast. Um, One of the things I listened to to help me relax, which (laughs) I don't know, that makes me sound a little demented, I guess. But anyway, in this podcast episode, everyone was talking about this perfect husband and how all the wives would tell their husbands, why can't you be more like Dan? Like, look at how Dan treats his wife and how Dan cleans the kitchen and how Dan does X, Y, Z. Like, you could be the best husband in the world, and yet Dan comes along and makes you look like the JV squad. By the way, Dan, he dies in the episode, which is a true story, and his wife arranged the hit. So, I don't know, there's a lesson in there somewhere. (laughs) But anyway, it's human nature that we play tricks on ourselves and undermine our own happiness. And we do this by concentrating on the missing tiles every single one of us has. This often doesn't even happen on a conscious level, right? This is happening on a subconscious level where we just focus on small things or big things that really are missing or not feeling the way we want them to look or feel in our lives. Like our work, our looks, our clothes hanging in our closet. And it can also be something really small. So for a personal example here, I have... A couple arteries in my neck. Well, we all do. They're called the carotid arteries. But mine, they protrude sometimes when I'm working out or when I'm excited about something. It's never bothered me. In fact, I never really even noticed it until one day I received a DM on Instagram from someone and she was writing to ask for advice. And she said that she noticed my my neck artery and wanted to know how I dealt with it. Because apparently she has the same problem. She called it a problem. I, I don't call it a problem. But it had become a very huge deal to her. Like to the point where she said she had lost all self, like no self-confidence. And she was currently researching plastic surgery options. I was just in shock because I had never really paid attention to my neck before then. So I went and looked at photos and videos and I thought, oh, yeah there it is. And then I thought like, man, I am really alive. (laughs) So I wrote her back and I said, I don't know if I can help her other than to tell her that it's not something I am choosing to give any energy toward. And if someone is bothered by my neck arteries, then that's weird. And that's on them. (laughs) Right. And I told her she was beautiful, which she was, and maybe she should lift her chin even more and stand proud of who she is and her beauty and just, just own it. And I don't remember if she wrote back, but looking back, this is a perfect example of the missing tile syndrome. Here was this beautiful girl whose missing tile were her neck arteries. And I bet 99.9% of the people who met her in real life never even noticed her neck. But to her, like it stood out like flashing sirens. She could not look away. It's kind of like when you're in high school and you have a zit on your nose. (laughs) just one zit, but it makes you feel like you're walking around like Bozo the Clown. Meanwhile, no one else even notices. It's because we make it our missing tile. So we really have a simple decision to make. Do we focus on the rest of the ceiling, on all the tiles we do have? Or 
do we focus on the ones we're missing? And to a very large extent, your answer to that simple question will determine how happy you will be in life. As Prager says, all happy people are grateful and ungrateful people cannot be happy. We tend to think that it's being unhappy that leads people to complain, but it's actually the reverse. It's more true to say that it's complaining that leads to people becoming unhappy. Okay, so you might be thinking, okay, Marion, like, well, how do we stop focusing on the missing tile? So I gotcha. So step one is awareness, right? We have to first acknowledge that, hey, that missing tile piece is really getting to me. Okay, step two, Prager offers three options for how you can effectively deal with your missing tile piece problem. So as I share these three options, I'm just going to encourage you to really think about what is your missing tile piece in your life right now? What is, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Now think about that as I briefly cover the three options. Number one is get it. If you determine that your missing tile is absolutely essential to your happiness, then look for how you can find a way to get it. So for that example, with the man who was losing his hair and all he saw was hair in every room, if he determined that it was essential to his happiness, then the dude should go buy some hair, right? He can get a hair transplant, buy a nice toupee. He's got options. So number one is you get it. Number two is forget it, right? And although this option may not seem feasible, it's a viable solution in certain cases. So There are some missing tiles which you just can't get. (laughs) That's just life. And in his book, Prager wrote about sharing custody with his son um, or of his son with his ex-wife following his divorce, whereas he previously got to spend each and every day with his son. That was no longer the case after his marriage ended. So he found himself seriously missing his son when they were apart, but he couldn't change the fact that they now spent less time together. So he had to dismiss the desire to be with his son all the time and instead focus on making their time together as wonderful as possible. So when they were apart, he would just keep busy doing other things he enjoyed and he gradually came to accept the new situation. All right, number three is replace it, right? Sometimes we're not able to get the exact things we want in life, but sometimes we can discover something that's pretty close which can make us feel satisfied. Okay, I think the greater lesson here is with with the whole missing tile syndrome is to focus on what you have rather than what's missing and happiness will follow. And I just wanna end here with the serenity prayer because it really, I think, sums everything up here. And that is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I hope you took away something from today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.